0: Love, talk, radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, so today we're talking about first aid. Now, this is incredibly important now because, uh, I mean, if you look down the block, uh, and I'm talking just like another couple of, couple of weeks, a um, couple of weeks to a couple of months, uh, you're looking at another lockdown, martial law. Um, they're going to keep making up variants, but just know that that it, it plan on services not being here. Mahatma Gandhi said something beautiful. Here's the quote: "Civil disobedience becomes a sacred duty when the state becomes lawless and corrupt." Amen, brother. Okay, so now here we're going to put all this stuff on our Doctor B VIP site uh, with the current censor censorship uh, by the Ministry of Truth. Uh, we have to do that, and I, I really thank everybody that's supporting us on there. It's 297 a month, um, 29 bucks a year, and you get everything. But please, if you're on there, share it, copy it, get the handouts, um, because we have got to change society. And the ministry of truth is the ministry of lies. Okay. Now, uh, also please get on Extreme Health Academy, be part of the resistance. This is how you can. Take back your health by not being part of the system. So just right now, now whether it happens next month or in a couple of months, you know that there's going to be a shutdown of systems. Uh, imagine if there's, um, have candles, get, get ready. No services for six months. That means no electricity, no refrigeration, no lights, no water, no cell phones. No cell phones, think of that. So learn how to open the garage, fuel storage, generators. Look at solar issues. Have cash, candles and flashlights available. Just be smart about this. Um, now, I'm going to bring up a couple of um, statistics because way back, and this was an article out of 2017, they talked about how the majority of Americans are living paycheck. paycheck. Now, that was in 2017 seventy eight percent of u s workers so if there is, that's week to week they're, they're making it, and nearly one in ten workers making more than a hundred grand a year live paycheck to paycheck so you have to look that when a society shuts down like just one week of power um, shut down that means you can 't get to the bank you can't get to the food you can't do anything you can 't do transactions so please Please get get things ready. Now, um, skills that you're going to need, and we've done a number of talks on on um, food, okay, transportation, water, waste management, protection, lethal and non-lethal weapons, uh, finances. So, so there's a lot of things that you could do. If you don't have money, maybe you can barter. Um, maybe you're physically strong enough. To take care of a person's garden, uh, if if you not physically strong enough, maybe you have a land um, that could be used to grow food. So so let's look at at building a community of like-minded people. Today we're going to be talking about first aid. Just know that societies are cyclical, okay? And the way it works is. Because if you have normalcy bias, if you think, yeah, you're just going to get the fake vaccine passport or get the actual shot, you know, and you're strong enough, you'll be able to deal with the symptoms okay, hey, this is changing society. Society will not go back to normal. If you're not aware of that, remember, they were going to shut down the businesses only for two weeks to flatten the curve so the hospitals weren't overwhelmed. That was 19 months ago. And now um, each restriction is designed to limit your freedom. So things will not go back to normal. This is what we're going to be dealing with. So right now, start forming small independent communities. Um, and that's the only way to do it. Now that's why I'm bringing you this, so that you know what to do. Because right now, if you've ever gone to a hospital nowadays, they are freaked out and completely insane um, they're, they're injecting pregnant women with an experimental use authorization um, shot with no studies on it because they're told to. This is um, just insane that there's no common sense, independent thought, or informed consent. So let's get into this. Let's look at wounds. Okay, wounds, cuts, and burns. Now when it comes to cuts and burns, there are three C's, compression, clean, and close. Now, tourniquets, and this is where you shut off the blood's flow to an area, and you're going to need to do that if there's an arterial um, problem. However, when you get a tourniquet on there, you are literally shutting down the life force, the blood flow to that area. So you have to um, do it very temporarily. It's got to be um, quick to where you can shut it off, seal up the artery, then open it up to keep the tissue alive. Uh, remember, in the old days, they they didn't have antiseptic. They didn't have any way to take care of the wound. So they would just tur- uh, put a tourniquet on, saw the limb off, and sew it up. Uh, we don't want to get to that. Now, to clean, um, water is the best. Yeah, you can use urine to clean it if you're in, in deep trouble and you don't have water. Uh, urine's uh, fairly sterile. But also, we're going to go over different disinfectants, we're going to go over even maggot debridement of wounds. Now, maggot debrement, great study out of the Lancet. Maggots are unique. And if you remember the scene out of the Gladiator, flies are attracted to a wound. They lay their eggs, which are maggots. Maggots only eat dead tissue, and they poop out a natural antibiotic. I mean, it sounds like we're actually living in a world of harmony. And that's true. It's, we don't. We're not really practicing that. Uh, so when you're looking at burns, so wounds, um, you're going to disinfect it, clean it out. Colloidal silver is good, water is good, hydrogen peroxide is good. Um, all of those things are good. Typically, alcohol would not be the best because anything that burns damaged the arterial supply. Now, when you're looking at burns, the 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 three C's: clean, cool, and cover, and heal. Okay, now, kidneys are taxed a lot. When there's a significant burn, the blood becomes thick. So make sure, give lots of water soluble fibers. Now, you can clean most burns with colloidal silver, aloe, uh, coconut water, coconut oil. Now, when you cover it, and I'm talking just small burns, burns where there's just reddening of the skin, second-degree burns means you're going through the top layer of skin third degree burns, man, you have got to, um, you've literally got to get um, help immediately because that, um, you're, you're talking uh, permanent damage and if you're not um, working with um, some professional, it's just if you've got a third degree burn, you're looking through multiple layers of tissue, uh, you're looking down to the bone you've got to cover that and get first aid immediately. I'm talking about if first aid, if a hospital or emergency room is not available, this is what you can do right now. Now, disinfectants, there's good and bad. The bad ones are the standard ones over the counter, like neosporin, polysporin, neomyosin, MediQuick, triple antibiotic. And the reason is, and even, because when you're using an antibiotic, antibiotic is generally a poisonous mold, um, and it's going to create a competitive environment. So it's not going to kill every bug on, on the application, or every germ. It is going to kill some and leave more pathogenic bacteria. This is why in um, hospitals we're seeing more and more and more antibiotic resistant bacteria. Now, the cool thing when it comes to bacteria, they they don't have a way to build resistance to colloidal silver. Colloidal silver is fantastic disinfectant and antimicrobial. Iodine, a great one. Okay, Antibiotic, um, anti-cancer, anti-tumor, great for viruses. Hydrogen peroxide, incredibly good. Heat, sunlight, aloe. And so when we talk about this, I showed how to make colloidal silver just using three 9-volt batteries and a couple of strips of silver and some distilled water. Colloidal silver is very, very easy to make, so I would recommend getting a colloidal silver kit in case the system goes down. Hydrogen peroxide, particularly oral-grade hydrogen peroxide, that should be in everybody's toolkit. Now... Um, when we look at uh, colloidal silver, it's interesting because a lot of people will say, well, um, you know, if you look at the FDA, even though even though it's used in the Mir space station, it's everywhere, colloidal silver has been vilified. Um, the World Health Organization recommends colloidal silver in water filters. Um, U.S. Food and Drug, Drug Administration approved it for impregnating wound dressings. Uh, so it limits uh, bacterial in, involvement, and even in MRSA, the multi antibiotic resistant bacteria, an antimicrobial barrier dressing containing colloidal silver, uh, the the New York Medical School York Medical School uh, said it's highly effective and a reliable barrier to stop the spread of MRSA. I mean, brilliant. Now, um, how you make colloidal silver? We've got, you need um, three 9-volt batteries, some 99.9% pure silver, two strips of it, a laser pointer, and an amber bottle for storing and a coffee filter. And so check out, there's lots of ways to make it, but I mean, just get in there. Then we have Andreas Klecker. Okay, now this is a brilliant guy. And um, his book, Forbidden Health, He talks about chlorine dioxide and shows how to make it. Now, he's been wiped out of YouTube, Facebook, a bunch of stuff. Now, if you're going to use chlorine dioxide, find an experienced healthcare practitioner. Um, His book is called Forbidden Health, and I'm going to give you his um, site, although you're going to see it tonight. It's Andreas Kalker. Andreas A N D R E A S K A L C K E R dot com. I I encourage you to look about, but for Forbidden Health, and what was incurable yesterday is now curable. Um, So it's just amazing. Now I'm going to go through a little bit on how we produce chlorine dioxide which I think is one of the most fantastic substances out there. Super easy to make. You make it yourself. Also, DMSO. Now, before you use this stuff, get educated on it. You have got to get educated on it, and hopefully you can find a health care provider. But knowing that there's going to be some challenges coming up, get educated yourself. Be, be familiar yourself with how to make this and how to produce it and how to utilize it. There's a couple of good books that you can download a PDF for free. DMSO Nature's Healer by Dr. Morton Walker. Great book. And then uh, the other book is the DMSO Handbook for Doctors by Archie Scott. Um, both fantastic on what uh, DMSO does. And it's Again, it's in my toolkit. They use it a lot in veterinary medicine for sprains, strains, aches, but it also facilitates fractures. It's fantastic for trauma. Now, hydrogen peroxide. The oral grade hydrogen peroxide is incredibly amazing. I mean, you can use it for internal, for infections, for external infections. It's a first line of defense against toxins, parasites, bacteria, yeast, funguses. It's amazing. Um, now, um, coconut oil, coconut water, incredible. Coconut um, oil um, kills viruses uh, that cause influenza, herpes, measles, hepatitis C. Now, it's tough because when I talk about vitamins and supplements effective against diseases, the Ministry of Truth okay, will not allow that type of conversation to take place. I I know, it's crazy. Um, But when you look it up, okay, try and use other search engines. Um, Brydeon is really good. Uh, DuckDuckGo is really good. It's just there's a lot of censorship on some of the bigger tech sites. Uh, But coconut oil, coconut water is incredible. It expels or kills tapeworms, lice, giardia. Aloe. Aloe is aloe vera is one of the greatest plants that we use in our medical kit. And this is something that every family should have in their yard. Um, It has like six natural antiseptics, which kill mold, bacteria, funguses, and viruses. Um, Anti-ulcer, laxatives. You can take the gel off. It controls blood sugar. It detoxes the system. Externally, it's good for insect bites, scrapes, cuts, burns. Um, We had a dog for years that had um, white fur and he had very, very sensitive skin. We had electric taped aloe to his skin rashes and they just magically went away. Now, you have to be ready for poisoning. Number one thing, if you're dealing with poisoning, find out what it was that that person was poisoned with because sometimes you may want to induce vomiting, sometimes you may not want to induce vomiting. So if, you're, if you were ever a Boy Scout, get a first aid book so that you can utilize this to where um, you're going to be confident in, in sealing up a wound, holding a wound. Um, charcoal is amazing, uh, and activated charcoal. C60 charcoal is like the super, superman of charcoal, but just regular old activated charcoal. It detoxes organs like liver, kidneys, intestines, lungs, the activated charcoal powder acts like an electrical sponge, attracting toxins. Also, bentonite clay is amazing. It detoxes, it's laxative, it absorbs toxins, heavy metals, contaminants. It's absolutely incredible. Now, I, for pain relievers, for pain relievers, I would not use aspirin because that you know, damages the kidneys. And in both aspirin and Tylenol, weak in the body's ability to regenerate cartilage. So you have pain relief, elevation, ice, heat, depending on, on the area. That's why I encourage you to get a book to learn how to, to deal with um, traumas effectively. The, there's so many natural pain relievers out there that you can use that, that knock this out. I mean, if you look at um, just water, Water, deep breathing is a good one. So, but 50% of your body weight and ounces in water have a fantastic pain reliever. Omega threes, the fats in omega threes have found have massive anti-inflammatory properties. Also, you can look at cayenne cream. Don't put that on a cut but you mix a little bit with the coconut oil, fantastic. Ginger, bromelain, There's so many good uh, things that are out there that you can utilize. Now, um, if you look at Tylenol, and it's kind of interesting, because if you look up how Tylenol works, the clinical pharmacology of Tylenol is unknown. They do not know how it works. And I was going to go into, well, okay, let me tell you. Acetanaldehyde. Now, this was first introduced in medical practice in 1886. and um, But, you know, it was used, but it was sold off the back of these wagons. And and you can imagine these um, charlatans, like snake oil salesmen. Um, Think of what it would be like to advertise Tylenol today. It's good for headaches, it's good for joint pain, it's good for menstrual cramps, it's good for this, it's good for that. You know, and that's exactly what they're doing. But the problem is its metabolite, the one that precursed Tylenol, um, would cause alarming cyanosis, I mean lack of oxygen. Now, after, and it was, so it was put into practice or starting to sold in 1886. It was established in 1948, so that's, you know, 50 years, 40 years later, that, um, it, it literally was causing um, the body to break down. And you're talking uh, not just headaches, but, I mean, really stopping the heart action. So it would help the headache, but it would stop the heart. Um, and you're talking it was in everything. It was cough syrups, um, the, the just every kind of thing that you would think of, kind of like where we put acetaminophen in now. And so I know it seems crazy because right now there is a religious fervor with the medical system saying, oh, my God, they're infallible. It's a vaccine. It's produced by God. Yeah, yeah, you get the the most popular shot now. You're getting 40 trillion uh, little messenger RNAs wrapped with little fat capsule, Uh, that's designed to change how your cells produce certain things. Uh, Yeah, what could go wrong with that? So so look at the... Avoid the non anti-inflammatories like Advil, Motrin, Aleve. I would not put those in your medical kit. Why? Because they limit the body's ability to heal. Um, You're talking a 60% increase in cardiovascular problems, hearing loss, gastrointestinal bleeding. I mean, to treat a symptom with a chemical doesn't make sense. And so this is going to be the rule, first rule of uh, first aid. Anything you do that helps the body processes are good. Anything you do that harms the body processes are not good. Okay, does that make sense? I mean, we're talking basic, basic common sense. So the things that we need to do to change our world, number one... You know, we're going to cover all of this to go um, to uh, tonight, and the part that we can um, show online, and then since the you know the world has changed radically, we are going to put the whole version on the Doctor B VIP site. But but think of this: forget that normalcy bias, where the whole system is going to come back to normal the reason this pendulum is swinging so far to where we're losing a lot of freedoms and everything it's to wake people up this is a spiritual journey this is a journey that that you're not going to eliminate evil in the world you're not going to do it okay and if you ever read the bible there's there's times when you go away from from god and there's all sorts of challenges and then when you go towards God, there's all sorts of beauty. And so, you know, whether you read in the Koran, the Torah, the Bible, you know, all have similar Abraham, Abrahamic faiths. So we're all believing uh, in Abraham, okay? And we're all in Moses in all our books. So look at the similarity, not the differences. So this is a spiritual thing. So you do not need to live in this environment of fear, and this environment of anxiety and of stress, be as self-sufficient as you possibly can. Um, Join forces with other like-minded people because there's only five things that we're gonna do with our new world. We're not gonna do the Great Reset. We're not gonna move um, and, and follow the government mandates. You're not gonna get the vaccine passport. Which, because, which is just a way to document your actions and movements. We're going to clean up the food system. We're going to eliminate the concentrated animal feeding operations. All food production will be in harmony with soil production. We're going to clean up the health care. This means you are going to be free to choose any medical procedure you want. If you want to take care of cancer with high-dose vitamins, if you want to take care of your health with high-dose vitamins, you can do it. Now, the pharmaceutical industry will actually be responsible for its products, and there's going to be independent research for all medications and vaccines. Otherwise, how would you like Boeing um, running the the Federal um, Aviation Administration? Would you want them policing their own planes? No, it'd be nice to have independent research on that. And so we're going to have independent research for all medications and all vaccines, and again, informed consent is huge you you will not be coerced or forced into getting a medical procedure now in the environment we need energy efficiency and this is hugely important now you're going to need petroleum for for forever because it's used in not just cars or diesels or you know trucks it's utilized in plastics in food production yeah, I mean it's utilized in everything, but we can take a primary um, view of it and make our our world more efficient at using it. Politics. Imagine if the government ran a balanced budget, not just printing money wildly after they've wiped out your job. That's a good way to crash the the um, the country. Um, so we're gonna get we're gonna change politics. You're going to actually get, um, you're going to be a sovereign national or um, a state national so that you are protected by the Constitution. And we're going to clean up the infrastructure. This means we're going to heck of a lot less government. And in fact, we don't really require government. Uh, there's a couple of really, really good books out there that I encourage you to look at and government, the big lie is one of them, and that's, that's huge. Um, when you're looking at the indoctrination of people, like, like all of us, we're in, indoctrinated into a system that, um, well, let's just say it's hard to break from the mindset that a government is needed. Imagine if we could do this on our own. If, if we didn't have somebody um, over us, okay, government. Govern means control. Ment means mind. So we can have a world where, where it's conscious, volunteerism. And this means that you are going to be responsible for yourself. We're going to change the legal system into where it's not um, um, the difference between vice and a crime. A crime is something that you're harming others. A vice is something harming yourself. So to call a crime a vice is foolishness. And then that, that way we can get um, a lot of people out of cages, and that's what prisons are. So if we can change the world, change the world in a way of voluntarism and cooperation where we start to govern ourselves. And people will find harmony in that world. It is possible. Um, But government and power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. We need to keep that um, any um, authorities in check because we've seen over the last 19 months what um, unchecked power does. I mean, we've gone from energy independence to a world in absolute chaos in a very, very short amount of time. Uh, so it's time to take that back. Now, on the, the censored portion, and we're going to have like two minutes on that, uh, we have to take our rights back. Do not comply. Do not conform. Do not go along with this. Because if you're going to get the shot just so you could travel, guess what? you're going to be part of a system where you're, uh, you're going to be monitored, controlled, and asked for your papers everywhere you go. This is happening in uh, New York. Uh, you can't go to venues. You can't go to parks. You can't go to zoos. Um, there's, you can't order food in restaurants. So this is the new Nazi system. So I encourage you to go to ConstitutionalLawGroup.us. That's www.constitutionallawgroup.us. They have a huge amount of resources on there. And these resources are, they could be for business, like we have a couple of signs on here that says that masks are not required. You could wear it if you want. Uh, You can be as close to others as you want. Um, that we are uh, constitutionally compliant, that the government, and if you think about this, think of this, every um, emergency uh, order by the governor is been in California in our Constitution, you're supposed to appoint a committee to make sure that you're not taking away the rights of the people. He didn't do that then you're supposed to have an end date for the emergency. So like if you see a massive emergency, okay, how long will it take to clean up the hurricane or, or to flatten the curve or to do this? Then you say these emergency orders are in fact for one month, 60 days, 90 days. That was never done either. So this <laughs> constant power um, control by the government, that's what it's for, it's not about a virus. So I encourage you to go to constitutionallawgroup.us, and we are going to take this country back. Also, um, I encourage you to change your status to American State National, and this way you are protected by a constitution, even though our government isn't really recognizing the constitution. Uh, But when we start to form our independent communities, the constitution has some great ideas. We're talking freedom of speech. Um, certain freedoms that were endowed by your Creator, by God, and they cannot be separated from you. That means everybody, everybody, has the right freedom of speech um, to honor each person, and that you you are an sentient being, so nothing can be forced upon you. We are going to take this world back. There's Dr. John Bergman. I'll see you tonight. But God bless you, and I love you.